0: carrier calls. We're going beyond the rates and the plans to approach the sale from a different angle. At LISI, we're constantly talking with our carriers, looking for that buzz, looking for that new strategy, looking for that intel to share with you. So we want to let you listen in on those conversations. Our aim is to keep these episodes short, but also to bring you a different perspective on the carrier. I'm Rebecca with our intel team.
1: I'm Ryan, Regional Sales Director for Greater Sacramento area for LISI.
0: Thanks, Ryan, for joining me today. I love when I get to have sales reps on with me, because you guys really know the market, and you know what the brokers are asking.
1: Yeah, glad to be here, Rebecca. Thank you.
0: And today we're talking CalChoice with Michael Payton and David McClintock. Do you guys want to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what you do at CalChoice? Sure.
2: Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Uh, This is Michael Payton. I am the Senior Vice President of Sales and Account Management for Choice Administrators to kind of sum it up i have revenue responsibility for the organization so i have top line responsibility for all sales renewals account management sales operations and anything revenue generating
3: awesome and listen i want to say thank you to the LISI team Uh, rebecca ryan thank you for having us on today i'm david mcclintock i am the vice president of new sales here for choice administrators i manage the day-to-day operations of our sales team and new sales production for the organization. So, thanks again for putting this on. We're looking forward to it.
0: Great. Well, hey, let's jump into some questions.
3: What would you say uh, CalChoice is doing
2: differently in the marketplace?
0: Yeah, thanks, Ryan.
2: Uh, Boy, that's a great question. And I tell you, I think you can really answer that question a lot of ways. You know, If you look at the high level, CalChoice has been doing things different for the last 24 years, right? I mean, we're really the first private exchange and, and the nation's leader from a small group private exchange standpoint in the fact that our program is not a single carrier, single network type model. Our model really it, you know, differentiates us from everyone else in the market from the standpoint that we offer you know, over, over 90 different benefit plans, we offer roughly 20 different networks, and you know, we, offer, we offer plan selection and, and choice at the individual family unit level. So that certainly differentiates us from from that standpoint. It's, it's a really unique model that can really accommodate the healthcare needs of, of families, you know, up and down and an organization based on network, based on price point, based on benefit design, whatever specific purchasing pattern somebody's looking for. That's really what what separates us out in the marketplace. As it relates to seven one, we've got a lot of really good things coming in the marketplace what we do different as
3: an organization um, for the better part of 20 years, you know, the, the market approach has been dynamically different. And I think it's all, it also fits into where we're at today. As the market needs begin to change, our organization needs to begin to change in order to fulfill the obligations of what the market needs. So recently, there were several people who may listen to this that actually participated on the webinar that we hosted a couple weeks back We had over 3,000 participants that had gone through an RSVP process just to hear what we had to say. And some of those items included the new launch of our full network PPO, which is just huge news to be able to bring that partnership to life and bring that to the marketplace with our partners at Anthem Blue Cross. We're absolutely excited about that. We've also made some significant changes too as it relates to options. So we have new tiering mechanisms in which employer groups now have the opportunity to choose a triple tier that includes a bronze, silver, and gold offering. That has been really well received in the marketplace, Um, even from our uh, friends at LISI who have given us some of that feedback. And then we've also had a chance to reevaluate some of our underwriting practices to ensure that we are not only in alignment, but quite frankly, I think that we're meeting the needs of what the marketplace is looking for today. So all in, um, I think, again, we have our core principles of what we're really good at, but I think, for the future and where we're at today it is so bright because 7-1 to me is really the launch pad for so many great things that you're going to continue to see out I would say for at least the next 12 to 24 months so we're really excited about what 7-1 means for us.
2: Choice administrators is is always looking to evolve whether it's our California choice product on the, on the medical side or whether it's choice builder from an ancillary standpoint you know one of the things that, that we do different getting back to the original question is we have visibility and we have insight to what all of our plan partners are really looking to do from a strategic standpoint, from a product standpoint, and that gives us a unique advantage to be able to try to stay two and three steps ahead of the market wherever possible, wherever we can get support of our of our plan partners to really look to try to do things unique and, and different. And Dave talked about the 7-1 changes and the things that we've launched. We're not done yet.
0: One of the things that I think of when I think of CalChoice is just empowering the members to make a choice that's best for them on the care that they need. Maybe that's, you know, a regional carrier that you offer in their area. Maybe that's one of the bigger players. And one part of making that choice for a member is really about the network and where they're going to be able to access care. Can you tell us a little bit more about your networks?
2: It's really a simple principle, and I think it's really the backbone of what our program stands for, which is, One size does not fit all, and our program has been designed to really meet the needs of the individual family units related to how they access care with the right benefit design at the right price point. We offer a selection of HMOs, PPOs, EPOs, HSA, and we offer a variety of networks, both full networks, we have limited networks, and we have regional networks. So we really have something for everybody. You know, each individual family, they can take a look at their needs. Maybe somebody wants to have a really rich benefit design, but they can find their doctors. They can find their providers in a really skinny or a really narrow network at a low price point. Or maybe somebody has to have a full network. They have to have a specific provider, but they're not as worried about their benefit design. Maybe they don't need as as rich of a plan. So for us the networks are really the key and they allow people to select from physicians that fit their specific geographic landscape and where they're at what market they're in what providers they've they've historically utilized or if they really don't care then they can really look at the networks from a price point standpoint and you know take a look at at premium and make a decision based on price so for us the networks really drive uh, you know drive the engine and how somebody selects where they're going to access care and what plans they're going to buy.
3: That is the beauty of the program, is the program itself and the importance of networks is really dependent on the geography of the area and what's available. And more importantly, making those options available to the buying audience and where they reside, right? So let me give you an example of this. If you're in the Sacramento Valley area, are you ultimately concerned whether or not you have access to Loma Linda, right? Which is a provider in the Inland Empire, probably not. What you are most inherently attached to is, does it have your network that you are happy to seek services at? And I think that is what is unique when you have so many networks that are available is it really allows the buying audience to choose what's best for them. But interestingly enough, based on current state, we've also seen an uptick in interest level from the buying audience on technology tools. So who has different online provider care and seeing the ability to seek services through those different technology platforms? It has been a fascinating thing to see over the past couple weeks, even to see how that has become more prominent in the conversations as the consumers start telling us what they want to buy. One of the things we
2: hear over and over again from employers, particularly larger groups, is that they did not have to make the purchasing decision for their employees and they like that.
1: What is CalChoice doing to help their brokers service their clients? And then the two part second
2: part to that is what are you doing to help members? Our program is really designed to kind of be a soup to nuts one-stop shop for everything, billing, eligibility, customer service, enrollment. I mean, we provide a full staff and a full resource to be able to help agents quote a group, sell a group, enroll a group, onboard a group, answer questions throughout the year, help handle service issues, and then get through a renewal. We have staff that does every single one of those things. On top of that, one of the things that we've recently done is we've redesigned our account management staff to get them a little bit more focused on some of the core issues that we've received feedback on over time. Our account management team right now is out in the marketplace working with agents to really focus on California Choice tools, training, process, technology, anything to do with how does a group utilize the California Choice program. Going forward, there's becoming a lot more need for
1: technology interfacing regarding maintenance for additions and terminations throughout the plan year. And a lot of brokers are using uh, systems that can accommodate any carrier, ancillary, medical, worksite benefits, just kind of what you guys are maybe looking at doing on that end and if that's something that you guys are putting time and attention to.
2: Candidly, that's one of the topics that, that we discuss more than just about anything internally at this point really can't share too much other than to tell you it is absolutely our intent to streamline the process from a technology standpoint to shorten turnaround times to make the experience simpler and quicker for an agent and for a member and for a group. But what currently exists out in the market today doesn't necessarily accomplish that for all parties it only accomplishes it for certain parties. And we're trying to find solutions that really meet everybody's needs. That's the key to it. And that's where we wanna spend our time. That's where we wanna invest our dollars. And that's what we wanna put our, our, our resources into is a solution that meets everybody's needs.
0: Well, hey, we're starting to get close to the end of our time together. I want to give you guys one last chance to promote anything else you want to get out there in front of brokers. You've already given us so much information, but one last thing that you have for brokers.
3: If I were to leave the audience with something today, it'd probably be a couple different things. In this market space today, current state today, in this COVID-19 sort of being the centerpiece is I firmly believe that the client base, whether it's brokers, whether it's groups or members, they're absolutely looking for stability. That's something that our organization provides and beyond that, they're looking for leadership. And although the conversations around moving benefits or exploring a different benefits program is ultimately sensitive right now, and we're sensitive to those things too, uh, but we're also in a reevaluation process because a lot of the things and a lot of the programs that were put into place previously may not be current state, and there's a lot of employer groups just based on what we're seeing today, they're looking for different unique opportunities to accomplish a comprehensive benefit offering. So in other words, translated into English, I think it's a really good opportunity for brokers who may not be as familiar with our program or our offerings to explore those things and to have those exploratory dialogues with their clients. What we do matters.
2: And it doesn't matter to just us, and it doesn't matter just our company. It it matters to families. It matters to people. It matters to moms and dads and their kids and, and, and grandparents. We're in an industry where we're providing health care that's going to shape people's lives in a lot of instances. And a lot of times, it's easy to lose sight of that. And during this current healthcare crisis, I know I've looked at that a little bit more and looked at how we can keep our perspective over at Choice Administrators and making sure that, that we're trying to understand the members' perspective and what families are going through.
1: Well said, Michael and David. I mean, I can't tell you, uh, we appreciate our partnership with you guys so much. And thanks everyone for listening on the podcast today. For more info on what we've discussed today, check out our show notes on lasibroker.com. And if you have any questions, please reach out to myself and my sales team.
0: And if you have any topics that you would like us to tackle, shoot us an email at intel at LASIbroker.com. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy what you're hearing. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple, or find us on your favorite podcatcher.
1: Michael, I just want to know—are you wearing your Converse right now?
2: Uh, no, I'm not. I am—I am in it. my pajama i am in my pajama shorts with bare feet. Ryan, thanks for asking. At a boy?
1: Yeah, I'm actually in yeah. my sweatpants and sandals, so we're about about identical. That's awesome.
2: Living the dream.